This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, you know, sometimes we can go like months without talking to Reggie Giacchini down in Washington, D.C. And then sometimes things happen and it was like we have to talk to him every day. That's pretty much how this week has gone, especially with the news this morning. The longtime friend and ally of President Donald Trump, Roger Stone, may spend 20 years in prison. He was found guilty this morning on all counts of lying to Congress and witness tampering at his trial in federal court in Washington, D.C. He was charged in an indictment that alleged he lied to lawmakers about his contact with WikiLeaks, that he tampered with witnesses and obstructed a House Intelligence Committee probe. Let's get more on this and what else is going on now with the help of Reggie Giacchini, our global news radio producer in Washington, D.C. Hi, Reggie. Hello. Okay, so here we are again talking to you because it's been busy in Washington, D.C. this week. How damaging is this Roger Stone case, do you think, to the president? Uh, I think it's fairly damaging. I mean, first and foremost, this is a big win for Robert Mueller. This is now the fifth person who has faced charges uh, linked to investigations that branched off of the initial 2016 election meddling probe that he undertook, uh, which ultimately determined uh, determined that Russia had interfered. Uh, But I think that this is a big deal for the president, because remember, the president issued written answers to Robert Mueller, simply saying that he had never been uh, in conversation with, uh, with Roger Stone about WikiLeaks. He said he couldn't recall any discussions about those hacked emails. Uh, And here we now have a jury finding Roger Stone guilty uh, for not only lying to Congress about that, but also of obstruction. So, you know, politically, uh, you know, this is going to be another uh, kind of damaging blow to President Trump's, uh, you know, tenure in Washington and uh, ultimately will be something that, you know, historians look back on with question. Right, because this was somebody who now, I guess, away from when he was asked by law enforcement, was admitting to being a conduit to WikiLeaks. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Roger, Roger Stone has always been a questionable character, a questionable political operative, uh, you know, and he's had close ties with the president. He ultimately said that, you know, he felt no need to cover for the president when he was testifying before Congress because he said the president had already won and there was nothing uh, that he needed to cover for him for. Uh, the problem being that he was lying as he was talking and, you know, he, he was having these uh, or, it's, you know, we've now found out that a jury believes that he was having these conversations with WikiLeaks and passing information along about these uh, hacked Democrats servers and the ultimate dumps of these emails in 2016 that did benefit uh, Donald Trump. So, you know, we know that this was uh, a key operating player in the campaign for Donald Trump, much like, uh, you know, the five others that are ultimately serving some kind of uh, jail sentence or have served a sentence for their parts as well. Right. And that's not even everything that was going on today, right? Because that's the hearings into impeachment that were happening. uh, That was completely different. Uh, absolutely it was. And I mean, the, the Roger Stone thing kind of came down at the most opportune time because House members had just recessed the hearing so they could go deal with uh, matters of voting on the House floor. And within minutes, uh, the news came down of Roger Stone. So it was kind of a nonstop political firestorm for a couple of hours earlier today. Uh, this hearing uh, with uh, the former ambassador, Marie Ivanovich, literally just wrapping up right now uh, as we speak. The cameras are watching her walk out of the room. Uh, and ultimately, I think that her testimony today is going to be something Something the Democrats try to use to uh, better solidify the ground underneath them as they push forward with impeachment. Republicans, as they did a couple of days ago, really had a hard time trying to grasp control uh, and make sense of their questioning. So what was so significant about her testimony today? 
Well, I mean, look, this is a career diplomat. She was one of the highest-ranking uh, foreign service members in the United States. She had been in six different posts over 33 years. She was in uh, Ukraine for three years before she was ousted. And she talked about uh, the dismay about being uh, taken from her post so quickly and brought a sense of fear to the room when she was saying that she was uh, at an event that was honoring anti-corruption and giving the Woman of Courage Award. Uh, and at 1 o'clock that morning, she received a phone call from someone in the State Department basically saying uh, there's a potential security risk right now. Get on the next plane and get out of, uh, of Kiev. And she ultimately left, felt, had no idea why she was leaving. And, and you could tell uh, the kind of terror and, and, and confusion mm. that remains in her head uh, as she still tries to ponder why a smear campaign was essentially started on her uh, by both the president and Rudy Giuliani. And what happened even while she was testifying, the president weighed in with some tweeting. What was that all about? Well, I mean, look, the president's press secretary, uh, Stephanie Grisham, earlier today said he was only going to be watching uh, Dev, uh, ranking member Devin Nunes' opening statements and then would be continuing his work, quote unquote, with the American people or for the American people. But it only took about 25 minutes into the impeachment uh, hearing to start that President Trump tweeted that anywhere Maria Ivanovich went, uh, was, it turned bad, noting her uh, you know, posts in Somalia as the past and said that he, she serves at the pleasure of him. Uh, and, you know, while that's true, the fact that he was tweeting about this witness in the middle of her testimony uh, instantly sat in the eyes of some Democrats um, as a potential witness intimidation. And ultimately, according to even the people on Fox News, that is something that could be used to draft an article of impeachment. So the president put Twitter at his fingertips at an inopportune time and ultimately damaged what the Republicans were trying to do to defend him. Ooh, ouch. Okay. And you, I like the way you added that. Even the people on Fox News thought this was potentially witness intimidation. Well, I mean, look, Fox News has very much, uh, you know, been side by side with President Trump. It's basically like an extension of the White House at times. Uh, but there are a key number of people that are on that network outside of the primetime hosts that oftentimes will call things as they see it. And, and their host, Brett Baer, who's not a fan of the president and the president doesn't like him very much, uh, but does have a solid background, uh, said, look, the, the Democrats could use this to draft an article of impeachment because it's considered witness intimidation. So if they decide to go down that route, they now have House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying bribery potentially witness uh, intimidation. Uh, they're kind of putting additional eggs into a basket they thought would only carry a dozen. Okay, so what happens next? What, like, is there more coming next week? We actually have uh, additional testimony today oh. uh, behind closed doors, and that's going to be from the staff member who overheard this new phone call between President Trump and the uh, European Union ambassador. It took place in a Kiev restaurant the day after the Zelensky phone call. It was overheard by a number of people. There are fears uh, in the national security world that you know someone like Russia, someone like China could have been tuned into that conversation as well. That person's testifying behind closed doors. An actual White House administration member is going to now testify behind closed doors on Saturday, uh, who has ties to Mick Mulvaney, whose hands are tied into this Ukraine story. And then next week, we have Colonel Vindman testifying. We have Ambassador Sondland testifying. We have people from the vice president's office uh, setting, uh, starting to testify. So this, you know, what felt like a slower start to uh, impeachment hearings very well could become a bright fireworks show by next Tuesday. All right, Reggie, I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. Thank you. Happy weekend. That is Reggie Cicchini, Global News Radio producer in Washington, D.C., covering all of, and there's a lot, of the goings-on in Washington today.